0: Yo, the birds are chirping. We're out here. It's our first outdoor church session. <laughs> Beautiful Church of Chill. We're out here in New Jersey with Josh Craig. Yo. The Josh Craig. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> the last time we saw you was the last time we really saw anyone back in March. Yeah. God damn, did we not think that would be the last time we'd see anybody. I what know. the
1: fuck, dude? It doesn't dude. make me feel like I'm in this realm. Yo. <laughs>
0: I know. You forget how
1: much you need humans.
0: Yes. And I need y'all. Yeah, man. We're squads. Oh, totally, man. Yeah, we need you. It's so strange just being back at the apartment. It's just us two there. Nobody's (laughs) rolling through. We're not fucking smoking joints with you all the time, smoking goddamn (laughs) chonga together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You and Rape.
0: Yeah, oh my God. The goods. Yeah. Well, like you were saying, though, right before we got on here, he's like, and maybe you're the only one that could read this energetically, like, we needed a break from all that mm-hmm. shit. You know, y- mm-hmm. you were over at our place many times mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, everyone's smoking Changa and doing Rape, and people are fucking
1: purging all over mm-hmm. the floor. And big, big purge, <laughs> big purge. It's like, people are going, I was like, I'm going to Greenpoint to go purge. You realize people live there, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this isn't like like a, uh-huh. a, 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 a paint bucket sink. Uh- <laughs> Mm. The slop sink. The slop sink. That's it, what it is. The slop it's sink. It's the cosmic slop sink. That I could know. be our next <laughs> entity. And no one
0: wears their smock. They just go over there for the slop sink. No, I <laughs> swear to God. One time, a motherfucker he's sitting in like the middle seat of a three-person couch. Doesn't even get up or anything. Just. <laughs> ah. just like kind of covered his mouth and it just came out everywhere ah. yeah yeah but you fucking yo you actually gave us something we quote all the fucking time you brought over Guillermo's first time ever yeah, tripping Mr. on that. Mr. Broglie
1: <laughs> <laughs> my bro GB <laughs> dude
0: Yeah, like you guys came over, it was like late, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and we're just chilling, and I'm like, something's going on here. I'm (laughs) like, I'm used to being around you tripping, but I'm like,
1: something's here. And he's like, oh yeah, he's on acid. I'm like,
0: yeah, the guy's listening to us talk, crying.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. He's like, I've never been so warm, or I never had so much love around me before. I'm like, welcome home, brother. Yeah. And he's just like, thank you so much, man. I'm like, you know, that's how it is. Sometimes you need a crash course to just be like... This is how it really is. Oh, yeah. When your mm-hmm. ego melts away, what a mm-hmm. gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's, like, I think that's
0: oh. why we hit it off right away. Like, I yeah. think the first or second time we hung out, we took mushrooms and it was like... Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> Yep.
2: (laughs) Oh, you gave us that uh, uh, THC weed, too. Oh, my God. THC weed. That RSO. There's CBD or whatever. 2,000
1: milligram Yeah. You were like, oh, it's like
2: pure CBD. It won't get you high. So I was just like, or you didn't say it won't get you high, but I didn't know. So I put a lot in. I was like, oh, this is like healing stuff. I was like, I'm going for it. And then I just like melted. And you guys had a... You guys worked through some shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we did. Yeah, that's all we're ever doing. We're N- just working through some no, shit.
2: No, when Guillermo was over, I just have to say this. It was so great because, you know, this is like... Guillermo's
0: from Spain, by the way, and yeah, barely Mallorca, speaks and English. island. He English.
1: barely speaks English. Barely. <laughs> like 38%.
2: So, of course, Josh is giving him, like, a bigger dose of LSD for his first time. Yeah, in, sorry. In, you know, in Brooklyn, and he has, hasn't been there for very long. New people, he's meeting new people, and he's like totally overwhelmed with emotion and then yeah. he like looks up at us and it was so beautiful he's like uh so i'm god and we're like yeah <laughs> <Yes>! man <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah and he's like
0: uh and this moment it, this moment is my destiny yeah we're like, we're yes, like, man. yeah you guys really yeah, remember dude. it and, yeah.
2: and then he's like um He's you
0: like, and you guys can read my thoughts. And we're like, no, no, we're no, like, no, no, no. It's not like, like I that. read your thoughts. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I remember like, that. Don't want to take it into paranoia, <laughs> oh, but I think man. you can't help it at mm-hmm. a certain point. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he would look at me with the most loving, like motherly look mm-hmm. ever, and then five seconds later, I'm like, are you about to fucking jump over and attack? Yeah, me? and he's just
1: like, <laughs> hmm? and he was looking at me. I was like, he's like looking at me. I'm like, what are you gonna do, bro? Like, remember it. You got to go get your bags from my place to go to the airport. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, you're right. He's like, I don't want to go back to Spain, man. I was like, I know you don't I know. That's why I wanted to let you have this experience before you go back. So you can know how, how much you have to look forward to next time you want to leave. Yeah. we can wish- set a bar
2: you were the first person to have dosed me. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a good way to get dosed. It but. melts so
0: many borders, man. It didn't fucking matter he couldn't speak English. No. Like, he yeah. was loving it. We were just having a great night, man. Yep. I yep.
2: did hide the knives, though. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I was like, <laughs> good,
1: good call, Cass. <laughs> and then, but then, Guillermo was like, that morning when, Imagine you, had to fly, had to fly back to <laughs> Mallorca that morning at like <laughs> 9 a.m. And I had to bring him all the way back here to New Jersey to get his bags. Damn. And, we're just chatting, and he's just like, Man, like, I feel so bad. I'm so embarrassed. I was like, Embarrassed about what, bro? I was like, You didn't throw up on the floor, A, B. You <laughs> didn't try to kill anybody. And I was like, C, you expressed how you felt inside. I was like, Don't ever be, a, don't ever be embarrassed to express yourself oh, and yeah. how you emotionally uh, feel, you know? And he was like, Thank you, man.
2: That was literally one of the best experiences at our apartment ever. That's yeah, like, me I'm too. like, That's why we do it. That's why we mm-hmm. want people to come through, and that's why we want to.
0: Well, we can, we're good at holding space for that. Yeah. But I, I love that that was like a spontaneous one. We're like, "Oh, cool! We thought this was a normal chill." <laughs> Let's get real chill yeah. right now. Hide the knives, chill. Hide
1: the knives, chill, dude. <laughs> yeah, GB speaks so highly of you guys, oh, man. Yeah, he man. speaks mad highly of you guys. Yeah. He's got mad love for y'all, yo. Yeah, fellow filmmaker. It's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, we have so much love for him. What?
0: I hope we can all chill again someday. And like, yeah, in Mallorca, It'd Yeah. really nice, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what that's what this fucking thing did to me, man. I'm like. We're sitting there and we're by ourselves and we're like, who are the fuck are our homies? And it's easy to lose track when no one's coming through. But then you start thinking, I'm like, all right, who's important to me? Who am I? Cool, I can't wait to spend time with the second week. That's why we're out here, man. <laughs> you know, we were trying to do this weeks ago. It probably would have been Mm-mm. even more inappropriate then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But shit, a lot of fucking shit has gone down since we saw each other, man. Yeah. What the fuck? This whole yeah. country's burning up.
1: Yeah, from the inside out. Yeah. America right. is indigestion right now. We've been mm. eating a lot of acidic food and a lot of <laughs> starchy foods, and now we're 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 burping up it, and it doesn't smell too good. Mm-mm. And people are not accustomed to building windmills to push out the 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 fumes. So. We would have to use some type of uh, Palo Santo or something to, you know, defuse the the aura of America right now. Yeah, we need Mm. to sage this fucking whole country right now. (laughs) Yeah, straight up. I mean, so for instance, before we got into this um, Church of Chill episode, I was doing a panel discussion. um, It was about uh, sound and pretty much sound technology, sound healing, um, neuroscience, and visualizing the effects of sound on the brain. And also sound meditation and how different forms and methods of using sound to communicate with your subconscious and your soul to further advance the understanding of what is going on inside you. So it would be the further understanding of what's going on in self and outside of self. So being in a panel with so many brilliant people, um, it reminded me how much... It, it really didn't remind me because it never left my mind. It refueled the motor that is my ever-lying basis of sound is the foundation of community. It is the basis of creation. It is the basis of longevity. And it is the structural value of existence. Because with those elements of believing in something, not someone or not some entity but believing in something and a thing is it's a vibration and if you believe in that vibration and how it could move you and, and if you truly believe firmly in where it could propel you then, then you really start to have faith in life because in society itself a lot of people don't have faith in society because they don't have faith in their lives And if you have faith in something, and I'm not talking in a biblical or religious or any scriptural context. I'm talking about if you have faith in the feeling of being able to feel to the point where you don't assume that your life is just this numb void of an opportunity to prolong existence. But when you actually feel something and it motivates you to push people to feel something inside themselves, because the heartbeat is just it's heart. Your heart is beating. That is your feeling. And a lot of people don't feel their hearts beat. They don't feel their lungs and in, in, like contract and then, bah, you know, they don't feel that. They just talk, eat shit, sleep and wake up in the morning, and go back to work. That isn't feeling anything. So you're not even existing. You know, you're playing a role in a film, possibly, but mm-hmm. you're not existing and you're not you don't have you don't partake in any aspect of the script mm-hmm. or the screenplay or anything. You're just you're existing on screen, but you don't even know you're being recorded because you don't feel it. You, if you're on set, as you guys always know, you know what a Kino light feels like. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what a 4K, like a RE4K light feels like. That shit's hot, dude. Mm-hmm. it burns. Yeah. And you feel when you're on set. But a lot of people, they don't feel when they are on set. And I think that when you look at life for what it is, if you don't have that feeling, you'll never realize where you are. Because yeah. if the earth is resonating at a certain tone and if it's always moving in, in whatever direction and whatever, you know, compulsive state... If you don't feel that, then you're just floating away right. Right. and you're living in an abyss. And I think America is that right now. I think the people of this country are living in an abyss and they're coming to terms with the fact that they've been floating away all this time. Right. Because there's no one around them, mm. regardless of how they look. They realize that they're floating away. And there's, there's no
0: spirit. N- We're not grounded. There's,
1: that's what I mean. They're floating away, and they're looking for something to hold on to. Like, yeah. man, I gotta no, please. That's my. They'll hold I, on to white I supremacy. To, They'll cling to the everything. cops. They'll cling to institutions. People, people, people cling on to to their communities of of all supremacies. Yeah. People yeah. feel the idea that okay, <laughs> and I'm probably the only one who is like beyond brave, who is just honest enough with self, and has traveled so far out of the bounds of America, and Hell, you know, my family is like first class, like segregated South, you know, Mm. they've been dealt a lot of cards on fire, Mm. you know, and like dealing with all that and being raised the way I've been raised and having them give me the upbringing that has made me into who I am and beyond even parts of myself, which I still haven't found yet. There is this underlying value system that is everyone is fucked up until they find themselves. Yeah. And even... A lot of my friends who are, like, marching and a lot of my friends who are making posters and a lot of people who are, like, proclaiming that they're affected by this lack of civil justice in this country when it's just, um, it's a game to them and they feel as if it's my turn to be involved in it. And, like, I talk about, I talk to my parents all the time. I'm always on the phone with my dad. I'm always talking to my mom. I'm always talking to my siblings. I'm always talking to my ancestors in my dreams, yo, like, on some real shit. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, there are people... Of this country who assume that, well, my life hasn't mattered in court up until this point. I need everyone to step outside of themselves and to realize that I do matter and I don't have to be in a penal situation with the with the law to assume the position of existence. And then there's another aspect of America who sees themselves as well. My community doesn't want to exist with people of that community. And until people from that community come to terms with that, we don't want to work with them. And then Mm -hmm. there's the people who are like, well, we just want to exist with everyone because we don't have time for prejudice. We just want to be in a peaceful place where we can raise our children and our Mm -hmm. children can play together and we can come up with brilliant ideas and create our own circle of capital. That's the think, feel, and react community. It's the people who only exist in their thoughts. And then there are the people who only feel which are just projections of what you've experienced in your mind. And then there are the people who can see outside of both of those things and try to exist in a realm that doesn't live under the, 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 the weight of those other things. Right. It's when you think and then you feel and then you react – then you have a chance to fully see things in a three-dimensional aspect. But once you make that movement, then you're stepping into a fourth-dimensional aspect. And then when you have compassion from that, then you're in a fifth-dimensional aspect. And once you start to keep going deeper and deeper into that, you go further into that, and you start to lose this, this classist idea that because I look a certain way, I either don't matter as much or I matter more. Yeah. It's like, dude, has anyone talked to anybody who's blind and and how do they feel <laughs> yeah. when there's a website they want to go to and there's no there's no no websites are made for the blind. There's no yeah. audio HTML for everyone. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, th- their lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. I was just talking to someone who's blind and he's like, man, I, I cry every day because I, I can't even listen to the Internet because people don't curate websites for my sound. That's yeah. what I was saying about Church of Chill. All people have to do is just press play and they yeah. can go on forever. Yeah. It's like the value of sound you're building. You're reaching out to a community that can't even see you. Mm. Mm. You know what I yeah, mean? That's beautiful. I think it's that is the 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 idea of when you study what the iris and the retina does, and you understand what your pupils do and, and what goes on in your eyes and how it absorbs all of this light and how it emits. It's like certain bodies of radiation absorb and then they emit. Okay? And then other things reflect. So when you have things that go in and then they come out A lot of things are perceived based off of experience. And when you look at something, it's based off of what you've grown to see and process as your computer is. It's a processor, right? So when things come in your eyes, what you see going out is what you've trained that algorithm to react to, right? People of this country and people of this world, they have so many hues of this color spectrum that are going in, but they don't have the patience to tap into the ultraviolet aspect of viewing life. So they only see the red, the green, and the blue. There is no yellow to them. There's no nuance. There is no nuance. It is only the three colors that they see. But once you can tap into that ultraviolet perception of life, you can see past those things that have been led there for you. And once you start to see past that, then you can really start to feel what life is, because you can feel all colors. That's what sonochromatic art is, is when you can encompass the sounds of these colors and create portraits. Mm. And then, you know, that's what I've been doing the past three months is just really, really diving deep into sound light and light sound and finding ways to tap into the unknown. A lot of people are researching it, especially like the neuroscientists and the binaural and spatial sound community have been researching these things. But the communities that they're in are very structured and very grounded through finance, through trust and family names. But the communities that for some reason in America, I'm just like put in this community because I look a certain way. When you are in a community that isn't as stable emotionally and as stable visi- visibly or financially or emotionally or mentally because there's just so many things thrown at the community of people of color in America, and I'm like, I feel really grateful to even be in a position to talk about this because my view on it is, is very grounded from researching and existing in, it as, in as well. But mm-hmm. the other communities, like I was saying, like the, the binaural, the spatial and the neuroscience communities, they're based off of research. But when you research something and you exist in it and you find ways to not just experiment, but to come up with conclusions that can affect this community for the better, that's when you're really in a position to not just be a student. You can also teach, you can also experience, and you can also sample from everything that you've learned from the people who come up to you, and you could build yourself up from that. And talking to them, it's just reminded me how much this world has just lost its way. And, you know, people know things, but they don't know how to apply it. You know, a lot of people know music, but they don't know how to apply it to their day-to-day lives. They know how to make money off of it. They know how to go play a set and and make the rent. They know how to look cool. They know how to get, like, social statistics, which is followers, but they they don't know how to apply it. You know, I think that when you study sound and then you study visual and you study your emotions and you study what community is and then you study the structure of losing all those things and only existing in a moment, that's when you can really start to create a better foundation of a society. And that's what America needs is people who are able to go inside of all of those things and then step outside of all of those and select which one is worthwhile at that time so that we can all move towards a direction that isn't so catastrophic. Because when you look at COVID, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. When you look at the civil unrest of America, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. When you look at the political downplaying of America, it's a catastrophe. And when you look at just The financial structure of this country emotionally, physically, and mentally is just like it's a catastrophe. There isn't that much beauty in a general populace in this country that we should all be looking forward to. We don't even want to think about some of the stuff that's going on because it's so heavy. And when you're trying to float... But you know that you have your rope tight. It's like the the, the images of people in in space or whatever, and they're like, mm. I'm floating, but I have this like cable which will always bring me back. And then it snaps, and you're like, Oh shit! I'm like <laughs> Jamie untethers. Lee Curtis, just like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Untethered. Exactly. I think I think it's good to put yourself in positions of being overly aware, where you, where you can feel everything, but also knowing how to turn those emotions off so you don't get buried in them. I think right now. You know, there's a lot of emotions that are floating around in the world and people don't know how to breathe even when you're being suffocated. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a Qigong type thing, you know, knowing mm-hmm. how to like ah, and then <clears throat> right there on it. You know, it's like even these conversations are the most important thing. I think that's what corporations lack. That's why these startup tech companies and stuff, their MO is. We can pay people as much as we want because our angel investors are paying us mo- what, whatever we want to on a blank check. But it's the comfort levels and how mm. relaxed we make our employees. We want them to have a couch. We want them to have a plant-based, like, open mm-hmm. bar for this. We want you to be able to bring guests in whenever they want as long as they sign in and we check their bags. We want to make sure that you have, like, we're going to give you every f- piece of equipment from our company. We're going to fly you around <laughs> and give you vacation days. As long as you're comfortable and you can breathe, you're going to be one of us, right? It's sort of like a financial cult. It is. when you take those things away, people are just free-falling, you know? It's like you come on the West Coast, uh, you know, it's different over there. It's like, wow, look at all this trust in my company. And you go over to the East Coast, people are like, I don't even want to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. That's the vibe. I think that comfort level of if you can make people comfortable, then maybe you'll figure something out. And these conversations bring comfort to people. It relaxes them there isn't so they can hear again exactly you can't charge people for a conversation (laughs) because the emotion that comes out of it is worth more than anything you could charge them to enter it Right? you know i think that's what these corporations don't get and they do get it that's why they try to like give you these temporary aspects of enjoyment like oh yeah here's this open bar of like plant-based stuff and here's this open bar of like kombucha and mate you know like but you're gonna have to go back to work in an hour don't get too comfortable but these right. conversations can last a lifetime
0: glimpses of freedom they like to give you little glimpses of of what it's like yeah but they always want you to put it off let's put call it it off, this episode
1: glimpses of freedom yeah glimpses I of like freedom that. there you go I like that. cool yeah mm.
0: we'll get that i mean that, that that's what we're doing i think like that's what was so valuable even about this time i think for a guy like you who you were going at a different fucking pace than anyone I know, not just than, than you're doing now before mm-hmm. all this happened mm-hmm. so you're in you're in the clubs you're in fucking magic city we're we're yeah. playing over here we're doing this at constant 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 your ears are tuned to a different thing to, yes. to an audience to what yes. they 're reacting to this isolation mm-hmm. phew, well now you're making me. you're making medicine that yeah. uh, that we need yeah, and fuck you know what's crazy as i as I say this i'm thinking about how sound is being weaponized against protesters you know yes. that do you see yes. that that's like the new thing yes. Like, yes. Cause, because it's so powerful mm-hmm. they know that they could use that to yeah. fucking dissipate any crowd mm-hmm. pretty much
1: all you need is just a siren if you listen to a siren loud enough it'll it'll burn your ears out Hell there's yeah. certain high band frequencies and low band frequencies that can cripple your body really but if you yeah if you expose yourself to them you can build out an immunity to sound. And trust me, I've been to the edge of sound. I've <laughs> heard and made some really yeah. How can hard you even quirks. hear anymore? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> well, I you know I retune my stuff and I train my ears. Mm. I only listen to music that's pure and that has a positive message, so that my ears aren't being pulled apart; they're actually being comforted. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you've been to all my you've been a lot of my sets, yeah. and you've heard even if the music's electronic, there's nothing. There's nothing, like, catastrophic about it. Some of it's a little bit dark and strange. Yeah, yeah. sometimes
2: you make something and you listen back and you're like, I don't know if I should even be putting this out in the world. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep. I'm just like, hey, now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then other times I'm just like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. Mm, But lately I've been, you know, since I haven't had to make music for anything, I've only been making it to feel something. Mm. So, you know, it's like I'm not earning anything physical from any of these sounds. I'm just feeling stuff it's, it's kind of like it's kind of crazy like you know you can't give me a prize for half the stuff i'm making it's love it's yeah, for the love B, it's hella love yo like and you you're know? on that
0: straight edge tip right now and i've <laughs> been straight edge
1: for so damn long <laughs> yo. like conversation gets me stoned you know yeah. like yoga yeah. and stuff gets me stoned but when i want to get ripped you know sometimes a little flour, a little whatever whatever helps you we know gotta, yeah. right now i'm just sitting here and I'm just remembering all the good times that I've had growing and expanding with y'all. Oh, and it's dude. like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm floating right now. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Right and that's It's hella dope, you know? I, I put myself in a position to not not get overwhelmed with mm-hmm. the world because a lot of people are really, really messed up with a lot of stuff, you know? I probably personally know like six people who've passed away from covid and they know another six people then they all know another six people yeah that's damn near a whole family tree you know Mm -hmm. and i also know more people than that who've lost their jobs i know a lot more people than that who are homeless living in their cars and their van i know a few people well more people who are just on the edge of suicide yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like that's why i'm making these sounds yeah it's because even for those people who feel they they're numb They can't feel that heart. They can't feel that breath. They don't feel that taste. They can't even eat anything that they enjoy anymore because they're numb to the joy of life. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's why I create these sounds. That's why I carry myself the way I do. I can't just be another member of the charade because if I if I assume that character of the charade group, then I lose it all. That's when the ego starts to play in. Yeah, you see the ego that's existing in the world right now, don't you? Yeah, it's toxic. Mm -hmm. I don't got time for any of that. Mm. No, like I can. I, I would assume the position to communicate with anyone of any walk of life. I don't care if you're wearing a white hood or if you're wearing a black, like, mask. The shit don't matter to me. Like, I, I know what's behind that. Mm-hmm. And I know what's inside of there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even if you try to take me out of here, I got enough tracks to last a lifetime. It'll it'll make you melt. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just don't want... Nice. I want people to realize that a lot of the things we are protesting in this life, we can change ourselves from the inside. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of children of these parents of these family trees who have ever had an opportunity to conversate with anyone like us. And it's up to us to reach out to and to make the make our tools available for those people to use and apply to tighten up their own lives. It's Mm -hmm. the it's the power of the creator It's the power of the communication. It's the power of the visibility of the arts is to know that there are people who you have not experienced or met in your life who are yearning for that experience because it'll change the way they feel about Mm -hmm. other people. There's no nothing you can put on anybody's plate and ask them to digest, which is going to change the way people look at each other in this world the only way they're going to get better at it is if you give them an opportunity to understand just what lies in your mind and if it's pure then they'll be like damn yo this this dude's kind of groovy man like what is what, what? like no way man I was I really <laughs> thinking like that my whole life like maybe I shouldn't drink this anymore maybe I shouldn't eat that anymore maybe I shouldn't say these words anymore maybe I shouldn't afflict physical harm to people anymore like yeah. that it'll yeah. it'll 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 bring you down man it'll like It'll take you somewhere, and then when you stand up, you're going to feel how light you are because all that baggage is gone, and you're never going to want to look at anybody and call them anyway. But you need to be there for those people who are living in that negative space. You can't Mm -hmm. just look at someone and be like, well, you don't get it. To hell with you. It's like, no, you don't get it. Let me give you an opportunity because we ain't got nothing but time to try to at least – I'm not going to change your life, and I'm not going to change the way you look or feel about anything. I just want to change the way you process information from other people. Yes. Building patience. Uh-huh. And the surrounding body of people on this planet. Yeah. I think that's the one thing is we don't have any patience. No. Mm-hmm. We don't have patience to research. No. We just think, oh, yeah, I watched the video I on a read website. The headline. Yeah, I read a headline. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, statistics say that this is the amount of people who are affected by this. So I'm just like, have you spoken to anybody who lives like this? Have you been in another country where people are actually in a worse position than this? Mm-hmm. Do those people actually actually reach out to you for compassion and check in on you? So you're only, you were only a statistic. You don't have the value of being the journalist because you're only living on paper. But once you step outside of that, once again, you step off of the script and you assume the position of the person who's not only on the stage, you can go home at the end of the day. That's when you really start to live. That's why, like with me and Guillermo, for instance, it's like where he lives at in Spain, man, There's some of the poorest people I've ever seen in my life. dude. They don't have power and they don't have electricity or running water. They're living in old castles that are crumbling with no Mm -hmm. ceilings. They call themselves gypsies. And they don't allow anybody in their neighborhood. There's no police. There's no Whole Foods. There's no financial aid. They go and they take what they have or they grow what they have. And you wouldn't even know because they're they're happy because they have their community and they're safe and they're existing with their families. Yeah. But people of America think they got it bad. They couldn't be gypsies. They're, they couldn't they, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't <laughs> no. handle it. They couldn't handle being a gypsy. No, no. no way. Mm-hmm. No way. And I understand people go, like, oh, you can't call people gypsies. I was like, that's what they call themselves. So it's okay. Like, I'm not, you know, s- not subjecting anyone. It's just what the people of Mallorca call themselves. Like, I'm gypsy. It's like flamenco is the music of the gypsy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Camarón and Paco de Lucio, like, that's some of my favorite music because I relate to that hard, the hardships of living through things. And you put it in your music, like, that's what flamenco is. And, you know, it's, it's important for people to interact in different cultures. And, and you won't have such a bias to people who don't look and feel like you. You can at least have the respect to listen to what they're saying and have the patience to grow with them you know yeah I mean, yeah. yeah
0: so you want to play some music should we heal together
1: yeah yeah i got some stuff for you guys i got a few um cassette players here let me see which one i want to play every yeah. time
0: we do this you have some different medium you're playing it off <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're playing shit off v- vhs is yeah, the first time we oh well,
1: my god
0: yeah we've done some records we've done all kinds of shit Okay, so this should be good, man. I'm psyched. I'm gonna fucking just go into outer space. I'm gonna take a few puffs on this thing, and hopefully, you yeah. don't get fucked with. Oh no, nah, you're you're good, bro. This yeah. is,
1: don't you see all those like Dutch wrappers and blunt packages oh, okay, everywhere? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. Do bro. you
0: want a joint? We have. We, I mean, if I could pass yeah, I'll, you, I'll take like two hits. Um, I'm uh, just gonna give you a joint, so you yeah, don't yeah have perfectly.
1: To. Yeah, Cass was telling me that on the phone. I appreciate that.
0: Cass, can you grab me out of the front pouch of my bag there? So, I'm going to
1: give you guys a little um, breakdown on once Cass sits down. I guess we'll be live. Um, So, what this is oh, we're live? Perfect. So, this is the ambient tape here. This is a tape um, comprised of a few uh, selections that I composed, which are all for the better of um, grounding yourself and stepping outside of. the emotional prejudices that you are running from in oneself, and also it gives you a time to just like chill out, yeah. just vibe out, and just be like, yeah, I'm gonna chill for a minute because a lot of things going on right now. And I made this, um, I made this tape for everyone, and then I also have uh, my new album, uh, which is called Hear Me Now. I have a few tracks off of there, um, so if i have time maybe i'll play it but i think i'm just going to let the ambient tape rock cuz it's so heavy so let me just get this started i love Andrew, that hear me now says. that's a good title mhm yeah and the ambient tape is called this the search for answers right yeah so
0: oh we got to turn on the uh, oh cassie yeah. can you can you turn up the the, the the lr channel here's a lighter for you And there's a a
1: joint right there in that Okay, good I hear it Alright, you're good I can adjust it over here Cool Here we are
0: The light is lingering Just enough (laughs) Just enough for me to have a puff (laughs) Come on, Sean (laughs) (laughs) Just enough
1: to have a puff Fuck yeah, dude this is oh, yeah. rash. I told you, I'm like, welcome back. Nice. Welcome back, y'all.
2: Craig's signature
1: where, where it feels like musical DMT yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to explain it to people but they wouldn't understand because they've never done it but some people I'll say yeah I sort of make music that reminds people of a psychedelic realm they're like yeah man like I feel like I'm tripping just listening to it well, I'm yeah. like really you mean that it's like yeah man this music makes you feel a little kind of fucking a little, a little out there And I'm like really? I uh,
2: mean you're drugs And then on top of <laughs> you being drugs Your music is drugs
1: yeah. It's the score to the realm it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is The score to the realm I always believe that When you can do that You know You might have something else Special about you when you can communicate to the spiritual world because when people say they're high they mean you're changing my level of, of like consciousness yeah. yeah that's what it means to be when people worship mm. you know what I mean like when somebody's like your music gives me high I'm like damn I feel like you're worshiping me right now with that shit <laughs> that's crazy yeah. because sound does that to people a lot of people trick them and become like these bible belt pastors with like private jets and stuff they're using words that are like uh, mantra words. If you read them out loud enough, you can, you know, just off the verbatim of the words, you can get people to be spiritually influenced. Mm-hmm. But I think music without words that can do that, that's when you really transcend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like with this music is like, man, like, I know what it's doing. Is it does it to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking yeah. shit is wild, bro. Like being able to wield that type of stuff and tap into it. I don't want to go outside, yo. I only want to make this type of stuff because I want to bring people somewhere. Like I just want to bring them somewhere because they're stuck right now. Yeah. Keep going in a cycle. As soon as you can go back outside, people are just gonna want to go back to bars and yep. clubs in the same old rotation. Lower the vibration. Not getting like, high. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. I'm like yo come back home for a minute, you know what I mean, like this is for you.
2: Yeah.
1: I only want people to like, you know, walk away with something pure. And when you when you can do that and bring somebody that way, that's what I mean with these with the scientists and stuff and he's like well-off people who have the tools the to research who could buy a big synth who can buy an EEG machine who can buy all like you know the flights to go to Cali just to go do tours of UCAL Berkeley and stuff a lot of people can't do that and they still feel something when they listen to this music but for me to be able to create this music like this and not have a laboratory not have anybody training me not having the resources to go to different like healing Centers and stuff, and just being able to just tap into this is like it's a reminder to me like, you're not just like everybody else. Like, you have gifts, you have things that you were born with that are going to help you change this world because everybody in the world doesn't have what you have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, if you could bring that out of people, you can change the world. You know what I mean? I truly believe so.
2: Remind them that they have it.
1: Yep. Because everybody has it. It's just, you know, they've had a lot of things to suffocate that. Mm church a chill nice mm-hmm. yeah, then, yeah you should i mean you, yeah. this is your third episode yeah, yeah. these have right. been incredible man thank you so much man of course yo thank you for having me thank you for letting me come and bless out with these vibes you That's, already know
2: that was incredible take us Peace away josh love. thank you so much